like that, we're back in. We're here. Oh man, do we, oh no, it's the good ship pixel response. So that doesn't work for, it's the good ship berserk because we're literally on a ship for this whole volume. So we are on to the bring ship. it in to yeah. that. Uh, have you ever been on a ship? Do you ever go on a cruise? Cruise, you know? no. I have been on ferries and stuff between islands and shit like that. That's my ship. I yeah, hate, I, I hate I the ocean. Had a vanilla Coke on the deck of a ship out to Vancouver Island or whatever. So I think it's the first place I ever had one of those. So that's why it's like married to that. I don't even know if okay. you can get those anymore though. Vanilla <laughs> like Cokes? Just, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Like the the freestyle machine will set that up for you, I think. But yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, my name is Nathan and I'm a, a reader of the manga Berserk. Uh, I haven't finished it though, so please don't send spoilers in. No spoilers. Uh, we're, yeah. we're almost there though. There's like seven left or something, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm Paul, and I have gone berserk. Whoa. Uh, our buddy Guts goes berserk at the end of this one, actually. He actually does have to do that. It finally um, happens on brand. Yeah. he He's pretty tired though, I guess, in this one. He says he's half asleep at some point, but. Same. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. <laughs> You're quite kind of late. Uh, but all right, this is what is the name of this arc actually? What's this called? What are so we this out? is the Fantasia arc, and okay. this is the Elf Island chapter. I think is what it's called officially. Okay, so our, but it our doesn't parties... matter because it's the only chapter in Fantasia so far, up to modern times. For, for us, yeah, that's that's true. Uh, there's there's. Oh wait, you're saying this doesn't get concluded? This Even? chapter doesn't, no, because this chapter is when Mira died. Like, we're still in it. Oh, okay, okay. Um, well, our party is sailing for the island, uh, Elfhelm, and who should appear on the horizon? Uh, actually, no, this isn't quite how it starts. We it get, starts like, with a bird. the <laughs> Like, no, it's a bird flying around, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah it's the pirates, he, you're he's right. He's spying on the pirates, is the what happens basically or whatever okay okay you're right no so the, wait the... no i'm wrong also this is in between what happened when they left i think and uh everything this is basically like the inciting incident of them becoming what they become is they're having a yeah, conversation okay. and then like the demon stuff that we don't know what it is yet, but like something creeps up on them on the ship and that's kind of where it cuts away. All right. So the, the three ships have had to consolidate their crews into one because, uh, our buddy, like, uh, the Prince of Illith or whatever blasted apart two of their ships. So yeah. there's too many pirates on one boat. They're getting worried about food and stuff. Like they're not doing well. And bone beard is kind of yelling at his guys and this bird flies by <laughs> And then we kind of follow that bird off of the ship and there's a big sea serpent kind of thing swimming around and it barely evades that uh, and then continues flying to the ship we care about uh, yeah. where Shirka is kind of uh, remote viewing or whatever at the time. I wasn't really clear if she is In the inhabiting bird. this bird. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because suddenly this bird takes exception to... Uh, Isidro and Puck kind of vandalizing like frat boy style like painting Shirka's face with like goofy pirate like yeah. 
eye yeah. patches and whatever on her face. And the bird reacts like, what the hell are you doing? It starts pecking at them. And I was like, why does this bird care? <laughs> like, what is going on? Sure. Uh, yeah. But I got gotcha. you. Okay. So that's the vessel or whatever that Shirka's using. Yes. Um, and then she wakes up again and starts yelling at them and whatever. So I think burns Isidro or something, singes him with some spell or something. Something. Yeah, I can't remember, but <laughs> it's there's a pretty good moment where uh, Farnese comes in and is like, is this like the setup for a new spell? Teach me or whatever. Just like some dumb gags going on here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. Good shit. But yeah, just you're kind of embarrassed or whatever, but um huh yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to remember how we get to i guess they just then are hanging out on the ship and see a ship approaching it from the distance or whatever and it's bone beards like a pirate ship i guess coming up on them and it's Riddled catching up to them right yeah like it's weird how fast it's moving because it shouldn't be capable of doing that uh yeah yes what's and his name again is the it Caribbean am i type correct stuff goes on yeah, I think you're right. I just Roderick makes some comment about like what like what strat are they using? What tactic that that they're able to catch up to? I can't remember the name of his ship. The whatever. The unicorn. Is it the uni- the sea unicorn? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and like there's like a moment where we get to see it as well in the distance. I'm guessing through a spyglass or something, and it's just like riddled with holes and like falling apart looking. Just like wait. <laughs> what because <laughs> we just saw it so why is this all like messed up <laughs> yeah and then uh they ready their cannons and they're gonna shoot some long distance stuff at it and then it dips underneath the water to evade them yeah and uh <laughs> that shouldn't be possible so then like whoa it's like a ghost ship or something yeah. uh, prepare for battle or whatever like this is we're gonna get boarded and then there's kind of a pause before anything. It's like, what are they doing? Why aren't they invading? And then a bunch of tentacles pop up or whatever, right? Uh, and Bonebeard kind of like tips the, his hand a bit that, yeah, we're not, we're undead now or whatever. Like we're, dead, we're weird yeah. monsters. <laughs> so, yeah. And I guess the nature of this this thing and everything is sort of the big reveal of the whole arc or like the whole volume. Uh, but yeah, all these weird kind of many-eyed tentacle things are everywhere, and Bonebeard keeps saying like, "Oh, those are just its whiskers. Like you're just kind of pissing it off. It's so powerful and whatnot." Yeah. Um, so the ship itself is the monster, as Shirke says. Like that ship has like a weird odd emanating from it. Uh, it's almost as if it's a living creature itself or whatever. And he says something like, "You're sharp, lass," or something. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, okay." They they kind of explain this just right out, right? That the ship is, I guess, the creature or a creature of some sort, at least. Oh, and I I have a note here. I think it's Isidro says this. It's like Bonebeard kind of comes up and just starts complaining about how his reputation has been ruined by them and he's going to get his revenge or something. And then Isidro's like, what is it, a pirate ship or a crab ship? Like he's making fun <laughs> of how much complaining they're doing or something i was like sure all right all right yeah 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 that's pretty uh meanwhile guts i guess is just kind of in his cabin still recuperating but then he eventually uh 
kits up and joins the fray and turns the tide and does guts stuff you know <laughs> as so. i remember it's kind of like interlaced with some of the stuff happening there'd be like a page where there's a thing of him like putting his arm cannon together and another of like getting his sword is like oh, okay like he's getting ready well and then happening. like cut to the deck and like five sailors just got eaten or something <laughs> so. yeah 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 and then he he comes out swinging and starts chopping apart these things and everyone's like oh finally late to the party or whatever uh, at yeah. one point, he does a thing where he fires his cannon and uses the momentum from the cannon to power up the swing or something. The so recoil, yeah. Chops a really big tentacle or whatever. Uh, <laughs> and they do the thing again of these pirates, the, not the pirates, of the dudes on the ship being like, oh my god, he's how can he swing that sword? It's like every time Guts is on, on screen, <laughs> everybody has to be talking about how cool he is. It did feel like a throwback, yeah. It's like, wow, I thought mainlanders were weak, but this guy is so fast and so good. It's just like, yeah, I mean, we're like 35 things in or whatever, but yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good at sword fighting. Yeah. Uh, and then the thing that ends the battle, though, isn't guts. It's just like, oh, crap, the sun's coming up. Let's get out of here. And then the, the pirates right. kind of bail, right? Like the ship disappears underwater or whatever, and... Uh, the sea unicorn is a bit damaged from the strange battle they just had. So they need to pull into an island that is just kind of a remote fishing village island. Nothing too fancy. Uh, but it turns out there's stuff. There's intrigue to be had. Um, like a new character that I'm going to just... We don't really find out a lot about them here yet. Uh, we find out some. I'm going to call yeah. it now. We're adding this person to our party. This is going to happen, right? Oh, yeah? You think Yzma is going to tag along with the crew? She's not just going to stay a hermit on the island she, forever? She got, like, a full page spread before they, like, met her. It's like, oh, this character is going to be important. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> it, it almost reminded me of that weird, mysterious boy character that I forgot about until I was reading it again. Where it's just like, oh, yeah, there was that weird little elf kid or whatever. And then what happened to him? <laughs> it's Wait. like volumes oh and volumes ago who was it i can't remember I this he was there he was he was in, like big eyed little kid or whatever i don't remember if there was a dark twist with him or anything really he just kind of i'll have to oh. resurvey and and learn what happened to him but initially i was like oh is this a returning character and it's like no no this is a totally this is a girl and it's like oh okay uh isidro kind of is the first to run into her when he's looking around this cave uh, yeah, he goes which exploring. Is kinda, yeah, which yeah. he's like, oh, whatever. We're telepathically linked or whatever. If I'm in trouble, I'll I'll send a message or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But then he he slips and drops his uh, fire dagger, uh, which is a key point, I guess, at one point. And then uh, Isma shows up and takes him away to kind of clean up or something because I think he fell or like he got dinged up a little bit. No, the um, sea or a gust of something hit him, like a water, a splash of water from the sea. Oh, okay. And didn't he cut his head? Yeah, that might have happened as well. I yeah, I think remember. he gets a cut on his head, and he's trying to be cool, but it's just like, no, 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 come, come I'll, I'll take care of that. It's like, all right. Um, the only thing I remember about this is that there's a few, there's a few scenes where he's like, there's an arrow drawn from his eyes looking at her chest like yeah to show that like 
Mira really wanted you to know that that's where he's gazing or whatever. <laughs> it's it's kind of it weird like to me. Circled or something at one point because yeah. yeah, Shirka like remote views or whatever sees what he's seeing at one point and he's just looking down her shirt. <laughs> and then it cuts to that scene, and then it's like this. This is what she was seeing, by the way, or whatever. Like it was kind of showcasing yeah. that. It's a pretty fun drawing though, because you have like super serious Shirka face, and then like cartoony Shirka face when she yeah. realizes what's going on. Just some good uh, anime shit going on there, yeah. Because in that moment, she thinks Isidro may have been eaten or something, because his dagger's there, and this mysterious cave is there, and she's been detecting this strange odd everywhere. Uh, so yeah, they definitely bring up the mysterious wind like several times. And you're just like, man, yeah, everything kind of changed after that. Remember that thing? Remember that wind? Yeah, things <laughs> have like... been weird since the wind or whatever. Yeah, in fact, that sea here. serpent. I wasn't sure if that even could exist prior to that having happened. You know, like that's a Fantasia creature or something. Yes, but anyway. Right. Um, this is kind of the intrigue we find out about the cave is that apparently it's where a sea god lives, according to, um, what's her name again? Ithma? Isma, yeah. Isma. And that's kind of, I guess, like the inciting thing for us to be like, ooh, we want to see what's in that cave now. <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whereas the rest of the party is kind of poking around the village and they open a tent at some point and see this weird tentacle thing. Uh, and then next volume and it's like, oh, it's a statue. But it's a statue of that sea god. Uh, so yeah. I guess Shirka just kind of intuits that. It's like, oh, this is this is some sort of deity or something. Um, Do you think she there's... knows, though? Because in her studies of magic, she's kind of used to this idea of, like, maybe ancient spirits and gods living among, like, the world that they're inhabiting. I don't know if she knows that god specifically or, or not, but she recognizes yeah. it as such. Um, but... Everybody's being weird in this town. It kind of reminded me of near like a replicant or whatever, <laughs> like uh, where that village just has closed doors and nobody's talking to you. Sure. Uh, yeah. There's just kind of shadowy figures kind of in doorways and whatever. So something's weird with this town. Uh, but I, I don't even know that it's exactly a great place for them to fix the ship, but they're just going to spend the night in that port kind of working on it and then leave the next day. Right, uh, and there is an inn of some kind run by a strange, like shadowy blob man, uh, but they just kind of go with it. <laughs> so. Yeah, like some weird tavern or something that they go into. Yeah, yeah, and Minifico is kind of complaining about the you know food and stuff, but that's that's what he does. Yeah, uh, although I guess he's also happy to be on solid ground because he can actually keep food down. Uh, in that situation. So, you know, it has its upside. Um, but yeah, this Yzma character, I kind of found fun. She's kind of peppy yep. and wide-eyed and like kind of remind me of Ponyo or something. Like she even sure. seems to have a similar characteristic or whatever. Like she might be a mer person of some kind, you know? It, it's kind of nice to have a character that seems happy and full of life with a party that's been completely beaten down. <laughs> <laughs> like even the happy characters from before are like maybe they lost their mind their faculties along the way or they've just been like seen terrible shit or lost like a mother figure or something like nobody in this party is happy so it's kind of nice to have a character that seems like 
joyful in every scene yeah. in some way. Uh, she she is an orphan, I think, but for several years now, so she's gotten used to being on her own. And she she seems to be kind of a hermit just by virtue of being an outcast from the village. Yeah. Uh, but therefore, she's very excited to get outside news or whatever, so she's hanging on every word Isidro's saying as he talks about his amazing heroism or whatever. And those are cute scenes. I, I don't know. I like it. <laughs> I thought that was fun, yeah. Agreed. Um, and, and just kind of wide-eyed wonder at all this stuff. It's like, oh, my gosh, it's an elf. Like, oh, wow, a real witch. This is amazing. Yeah. Here, have some dumplings or whatever. Like, she's really accommodating. Uh, but she, it's like Shirka kind of sees her true essence or something. Like, there's a page where she sees that she's a, like a Murrow or whatever, right? Um, yeah, like a Murrow, yeah. There's that kind of like almost like a Zora or something form or something that her like uh, I guess it would be her ethereal form has maybe or something like she has a touch of something else that she can see. I wasn't quite sure how to interpret that that shot that Shirka has, you know. Well, it's interesting because she comes in to the scene or whatever to the cabin of <laughs> in a really fun scene where she like looks like a monster because she's covered in seaweed and like crustaceans and sea stuff. stars and yeah because <laughs> she like got attacked by whatever sprayed uh isidro also like attacked her at that moment i think it was more tentacles or something <sighs> yeah she uses the term naughty tentacles which seems like a translation joke or something or like i don't <laughs> i don't like that implication at all but it's like all right, guys. Yeah, I I get what you're saying, but yeah, I I don't know I what exactly went down, but okay. She fought um, off a couple te- tentacles and found his dagger, and is now like, oh, you you dropped this, and she like shows up really pissed off, and it's like, oh, and, it's like, and um, yeah, <laughs> like they kind of ask more about her, and she says something. This is where we find out Isma was an outcast or whatever, and they don't really like her very much, and I think it's cut. Shirke says something, is that because you're a Murrow or whatever? And she's like, no, I'm not really a Murrow. My mother was a Murrow, my dad that fell in love with, essentially is the idea. And then they were outcast or something. Yeah. And it's like, sorry, sorry to be so boring. I'm human. But like she makes the joke, actually, initially. She's like, yeah, it's probably because I'm a Murrow. And then like, what? It's like, I was joking. I was joking. My mom was a Murrow, though. It's like, so you kind of are? It's like, no, no. Like she's I don't know why. But then I, I maybe it's because she didn't really believe in the spiritual realm or like any of that stuff until she sees a real elf and a real witch. And then she's like, well, who knows? Maybe they are real. Like, I just kind of dismissed that as fantasy or whatever. I'm also like, wondering know, if your village. Rumors. I'm also wondering if the strange wind that hit her, like, brought that out also. Oh, sure. Yeah, that that could have changed her essence a little bit or brought that forward or something. Uh, we don't know. We just have a page of her in a strange form and this backstory or whatever. So, yeah. Uh, but you're right. It, it seems like she's probably not going to stay on this island when the party leaves. <laughs> she's probably going to want to tag along. She has um, nothing keeping her here. She's an outcast. People hate her. We're going to find out that those her people whole village might isn't not even like real, real. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So probably best to why. leave. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Uh, I brought it up uh, last top down, actually, but Call of Cthulhu, uh, Dark Corners of the Earth, yeah. kind of has this thing with like a uh, Innsmouth or whatever, Innsmith. this little village where yeah. like everybody seems a little weird and a little off or whatever. So I was this, kind of like getting the same wavelength here. Sleepy uh, fishing village type. Yeah, I mean, 
for extra reading shadows over in smith or whatever if people want to do more fishermen fucked up town stuff the sinking city no not the sinking city the other one that i can't remember the name of the game but there's a game that deals basically maybe it was a sinking city with all of this stuff as well okay yeah um yeah, it, it's just that kind of like something about these people isn't on the level, and it's, it's like, very yeah, Lovecraftian. All of this, the, yes, they they're all weird eldritch monsters or whatever. <laughs> like, uh, it yeah, the the story with this sea monster is at night. Its tentacles go out from that cave and start like spreading out across the sea and like causing problems. Yeah. Uh, and then. Our party, right, they, like uh, Shirka, Isidro, Puck, and uh, Isma were kind of having this dinner conversation and stuff, but then they start getting, like, bad vibes from the village. Like, they're like, ah, something's going on. We, we should head back. We need to head back. Yeah. Uh, because the rest of the party is at this pub, and then everybody starts kind of just turning into... Well, first of all, they're all getting surrounded by just the entire village. Uh, like, Minifico and Roderick open the door and are like, yeah, we're going to head back to the ship. Oh, weird. Uh, 40 people are out here just kind of looming in the darkness staring at us. Uh, and somehow, I think it's Magnifico is like, oh, how rustic. They turned up to, like, welcome visitors. It's like, <laughs> you're so bad at reading the room or whatever. Like, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He calls like, it so, rural hospitality. <laughs> yeah, that must be what it is. Ah, <laughs> uh, Van Dominion is here. Surely they're here to pay respects or whatever. It's like, just no. like. Yeah, the trust fund kid that's never been in the real world a day in his life sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're all monsters. They they start transforming into <laughs> monsters. And then uh, the the rest of the party is kind of running back in the darkness. Uh, Isma remarks at, you know, Shirka's glowing staff and how useful that is for night fishing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but they see a weird thing in the darkness, too. They see a ship climbing a cliff. <laughs> I guess. Right. Yeah, I forgot about <laughs> this, actually. It's just like, what is that? And then you just see, like, the pirate ship just kind of skyrimming its way up a mountain or whatever. And you're just like, <laughs> yeah. all right, well, that's weird. Uh, and then all of that kind of comes together at, at the village. And, yeah, they the pirates are also tentacle things. Like, they were... Yeah. I guess the nature, because yeah, I guess when when they first appeared, I was like, "Oh, are they all apostles now or something? Like, what happened?" Uh, but it's like, no, no, they were eaten by this thing, and then it kind of copies you, and you become part of a collective tentacle consciousness or something. Like, it was a little, yeah. a little weird. weird. But you you seem to maintain your personhood a little bit because it's still like Bone Beard talking to you. Yeah, and it's still his first mate and stuff, and like dumb stuff they would say and their memories of how they were slighted or whatever. Uh, but then they're also just tentacle creatures. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a weird trick, I guess. Too. They're like, yeah. I don't know how the hell they turn into. They keep like a human form, even though they're like a giant tentacle pod with like claws around it or something and a mouth in the middle. Yeah, it's almost like a Venus flytrap or something with like a vertical mouth and like 12 eyes around it. Uh, and like a centipede body like for the yeah, for the, like tentacle part. Yeah, I guess. And I don't know that we've seen the actual core of it. Like we've kind of seen larger tentacles of it that have smaller ones coming off of it, but I think the heart of whatever it is is inside the ship now. It kind of occupied the ship so it can move around. 
seems to be maybe what happened. I'm th- yeah, I mean that's what I'm thinking. Unless or it's... that's just part of it, and it is in that cave. In the so. cave, right? Yeah, I guess we'll find out next volume because <laughs> so, we kind of leave in the middle of this this battle. So, do you think that these tentacles and stuff are this quote unquote sea god, or is this like an apostle of the sea god sort of thing, or is the sea uh, god like one of the god hand? No, I I feel like we're probably getting into like Fantasia creatures or whatever. So this is like a sea monster, just a different kind that we haven't seen before. I don't know right. that it has anything to do with the Apostle realm or whatever. Right. Uh, I wasn't clear if that serpent we saw had anything to do with this. Really, I, I feel don't that think was it just is. kind of like a little fake out where it's like, oh, you know, like the the other pirates are talking about ghosts and spirits, and he's like, what? That's stupid. And then they cut to like a giant sea serpent as the birds fly around, and like, oh, is that thing heading towards them? Are they in trouble? And then, yes, a sea monster got them, but no, it wasn't that one. Right. <laughs> I, I think is what happened. So, okay. Uh, yeah, fair enough, I guess. I'm I'm just glad it was a totally different sea monster than those like weird whale things we've seen several times. Totally. You know. No, like I really like that we're back in horror land. We're in yeah. deep back in here. <laughs> so I like it. Okay. Um, um Yeah. So yeah, I mean a fight happens as we knew it would, and it just gets worse and worse to the point where they say guts use your berserker powers. Manifico starts saying that, but like Farnese and others are just kinda like, No, 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 he shouldn't do it. Like it's that's too dangerous. And then Shirka's trying to reach out from like a mile away or wherever they are, just being like, Please wait until I get there. Yeah. Like we're we're on our way or something. But it's just at some point the threat becomes too great or whatever. Like there's, there's too many enemies or something. So it, he does pop the armor and go berserk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he pops the, the cool down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where it leaves things, right? Like he's flying yes. around chopping stuff and that's, you know, good in a way, but also the other group better hurry or else he might, uh, murder everybody. Chopping uh, up weird sea slugs and shit. Some of them really did look like slugs. I wasn't quite sure yeah. why they were saying that over and over. And then it's like, oh, wait, there are some that do just kind of look like big slugs. Yeah, some uh, of them are just giant slugs. I think that half tentacles themselves. or whatever. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. It's gross. <laughs> it's all very, very gross. A lot of teeth. Yeah. Sarlacc pit kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a straightforward volume. Like, the, that's what yeah. goes on. Uh, we do get a new character uh, with potential, I guess. And yeah, I think she's going to be part. I think she's going to be part of this voyage, which could yeah. be interesting. Uh, so just a few things I thought were kind of interesting. Ever since the wind happened or the thing, the event, um, apparently the ward or whatever on Guts's neck just continuously bleeds like a hole like that won't close oh yeah yeah he says it's he's just kind of numb to it at this point but it's just like an open wound all the time now uh which doesn't sound great yeah it seems really bad yeah so that was kind of interesting and also we got kind of a cool little lore story of uh the there the sea god was kind of like let captured on this island or pushed to this island by the merfolk or whatever 
Um, oh yeah, there was a big war between the Moros and this god like many many years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they can right. find they kind of isolated or confined him to this island, which uh, was for the benefit of everybody. Yet Moros were hated because like the sea god makes it so. The inhabitants of this island basically can't fish because it kills all the fish around and it makes the water like undrinkable in certain times. It just like made life hard for like yeah. this certain group of people or whatever. Uh, but at, at a point, like so much of the ocean couldn't have fish in it at all because of this thing. So they kind of right. restored balance to the ocean, but that doesn't help this village or whatever. <laughs> so they're still pissed about it. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's also Easter or something. It's the Easter of the sea god. It's a special full moon or something for this thing. So it's at right. its most powerful or something. Um, oh, right. Yeah. And even, um, oh, my God, what's his name? We haven't talked about him in a long time. Windaguy. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Serpico's powers are enhanced because of it as well. He, he like makes his... mention of something like that, yeah his wind sword or whatever, like his cloak and stuff is, is a little powered up because of it. Yeah. Um, that's right. And yeah, I, I guess that's the, the broad, that's the big stuff that went down. Um, pirates are back. And how much do you think the pirates of the Caribbean films impressed upon Mira and affected how he was doing stuff here? Oh, right. I was going to look up, uh, <laughs> what era this was. Was this like 2010s? Because it's definitely like after at least two of those movies, I think. <laughs> so yeah, I couldn't help right? but thinking about it. Um, not that, you know, they invented pirates or anything. It's just big budget ships going underwater and whatever. Yeah. Undead yeah, yeah. ghost ship type stuff. Uh, they say Davy Jones is locker at least one time. So, you True. know. Uh, 2010 in Japan. Yeah. So. Yeah. 2010 that's when this started man 13 years ago <laughs> 2010 feels like a long time ago but yeah. yeah yeah i don't know and you know one piece would have already been pretty big yeah uh, so trying to tap into that pirate realm you know I'm, this is I definitely tapping more into lovecraft horror than it is pirate stuff necessarily well what what they're dealing with yeah yeah. Um, Azan continues to just keep his helmet on and not <laughs> like reveal himself for some reason. He has yeah. a couple moments where he, he mutters something or whatever. I, I think about the pirates specifically. It's like, wait a minute, it's those guys. I capsized one of their boats or something. Like It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but still not confident enough to take off the helmet and be like, hey, you guys remember me? Yeah, admit <laughs> I, I who was, he is or whatever. I'm the bridge night or whatever we hung out a while ago yeah. lady fornese good to see you again we used to be co-workers <laughs> like he hasn't done any of that i'm kind of waiting for him to I, embolden in a bit but whatever. i have a bad feeling about i think he's gonna die i think he's gonna go out and wait some weird sacrifice <laughs> or you are you we we're assuming it's a zam but then he takes off the helmet and it's an imposter it's like yeah yeah i don't know yeah, it could be <laughs> but yeah uh, um, some so cool no elf helm no elf helm this week that's for a future volume i guess yeah and uh some cool moves i thought guts had you talked about the recoil uh using yeah. the cannon fire recoil like spin attack or whirlwind attack or whatever i think someone calls it out as like oh cool spin slashers or something spin slash sure <laughs> like, that was yeah, pretty right. sick 
Um, I do like that he does that a couple times in this volume and even says something about, like, I'm going to have to start charging you extra for powder or gunpowder or something. Right. Because <laughs> he's yeah. using I, his I feel so much. At one point, he had, like, a kind of corny line or something where it's, like, he shows up to the pirates and, like, looks like we're going to be eating you or something like that. It's like, You're right. All right. He all does right, say something like that. Because I think the pirates keep saying, like, haha, we're going to feast tonight or whatever. And then he shows up and kind of throws it back at him. But it was just like, it's not the coolest thing you've ever said. Yeah, where he's just like, no, you, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that that's pretty dumb. He does this cool move where he, like, braces. He gets into this, like, crouched position and puts the sword at an angle, braces it like the backside of the sword or whatever against his arm and pushes forward through uh, a tentacle, like one of the giant tentacles or something that I was like, okay, that's pretty sick. That's just awesome yeah. looking <laughs> for a half asleep guy. You know, he's, he's doing pretty good. Yeah. He's doing um. pretty good. And I guess the big thing really for us is that he's in the berserker armor again. Like what, what's going to happen now? Cause last time was, it was hard to bring him back last time. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. I that that's kind of the dangling question for next volume is like how are they gonna bring him down out of this again? I was kinda wondering if Farnese was gonna try to step up and do it, because she's has some spell ability or whatever at this point. Uh, sure. and she's the only one maybe capable that's there right now. Uh but I don't know. I guess we'll see what goes on. What I think it, at one point she used her weird like plant bandolier things to like fight a thing in the yeah. tavern. So yeah. yeah. What if uh the way it stops is by Casca saying, Guts, please stop <laughs> or whatever is like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what's gonna no, I don't I don't think she's gonna return suddenly to her faculties. She has a couple like gawking face moments or whatever in this. I don't uh, think she yeah, says ooh anytime though, so I don't know. There might be an AU at one point. Like, oh, maybe that that's it. But yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Do you <laughs> think that's that Elaine. with what happened, do you think maybe the Berserker armor is even more powerful now too? Like against his will. I mean, not like necessarily empowered. Oh, like each time it gets used, it's, it's gets more of a hold on him or something. Maybe. Well, no, maybe. the fact that like, oh, the imagination the land happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it's even more magical. And yeah. powerful than before. Maybe. Who can say? Does uh, Oh, wait. Doesn't it, it, like, growls in this or whatever. Like, when he transforms, there's, like, a thing where he's just going, like, or something. Yeah. And, like, yeah, howling at the moon or something. So, maybe. Like, maybe he actually went full wolf. <laughs> I hope not for this party's sake. But you're right. That could have happened. So, But it leads to such cool scenes of him sitting on something with the sword. And he's like, that's going to be on a t-shirt somewhere because it's so cool looking. Yes. He does springboard <laughs> off of something. I think the prow of a ship or something as in the berserker form. Doesn't so. he just like shoot himself through the ship or something? He does something to get like right up to where uh, Bonebeard is. I forget. I thought he just sprung onto the like kind of cat jump, but maybe maybe there was more chopping action to get up there. Yeah, who uh, knows? But yeah, that that's our guts, you know, flying flying off the handle. But uh, yeah, uh, how what, do you? What's f- our, I was gonna ask you this question 
actually. Yeah. 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 How do you feel about how big this thing has gotten? Because I kind of liked the more personal story of Guts and Griffith and the giant tragedy and him kind of like fighting the monster of the week and slowly trying to get to Griffith. But this has gone so far into like, oh, yeah, no, now literally anything could happen at all that we want ever. And it's canon. It's like, okay, maybe you went a little too big. I feel this kind of is restricting back down to Monster of the Week style or whatever. I like hope this is so. a little like, you know, last time we had like this giant world ender huge column of flesh crazy thing. It felt too big. And then big. the wind blew up and like yeah, it's like a mega kaiju exploded or whatever and changed the world. Uh, in this yeah. giant light explosion or whatever. This this is like and now there's a ship full of pirates that are pissed off and there's a sea serpent or whatever. Like it's it's yeah. a little more smaller scale compared to what we just did. So yeah, I, I guess it kind of got to set the stage for another big thing. Uh which we which might do you not prefer? get to. Um do you like the giant world ender boss type thing or do you prefer these like smaller monster of the week volume scale things? I kind of like when it builds up to something really big like that, but like kind of the journey along the way is more fun, I I guess. And I I like ship stuff, you know. I like, you know, Swiss Family Robinson. It's a good it's a good pirate battle. So yeah. <laughs> I guess I was okay with kind of smaller stake stuff going on. Um but, you know, there's always kind of the promise that after five or six volumes, like something big is going to start developing or whatever. So you get both. <laughs> you get both. I think I'm most awestruck when it gets really, really big. Like when stuff yeah. it starts like uh, culminating into a giant eclipse or like that echo or whatever, like the kind of big scale stuff is just kind of like, wow. This is this is one of the biggest staged things I've ever seen, as opposed to yeah, a guy's gonna you know devil may cry, a guy's gonna fight some monsters. So yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, I'm I like Eldritch Horror stuff, so like I'm into the setting. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I love the tentacle monsters. Like like I just think they're kind of lame looking. I like the slug stuff and other shit a little bit more. Yeah, like kind of when it was like weird shadowy villagers or whatever. That was that was kind of like more cool than when they yeah. suddenly started popping weird quill things and were monsters. There's specifically uh, one of them where like when everything turns and they go to like the dude cooking the dinner, the cook or the tavern owner, and he's like holding the butcher's cleaver and he's like this weird amalgamation of like tentacles or like sea slugs or something in the shape yeah. of a human with like a fucked up mouth it's like okay that's good tentacle slug garbage this just like actual venus flytrap on like a centipede leg or something looks yeah. terrible i hate that like guts is kind of super ready for that and like throws a dagger in that guy's eye and then he suddenly turns into like a big massive tentacle stuff and bursts yeah. out of the kitchen or something and you're like all right yeah, like, for a while, they were kind of reminding me of the Regenerators or whatever from Resident Evil. Yeah, totally. Uh, and then they're just, no, no, we're we're tentacles. <laughs> like, okay. you, you know those motherfuckers but it, we are We keep saying tentacles, but they're not like, you know, uh, Day of the Tentacle or, like, oh, the Wiggly kind of, you know, bunch of little no. pot, like, uh, suction cups or anything. It's like they're the end of a tentacle, like, just the pad of yeah. a tentacle, you know, way- but with a mouth on it. 
the way I could describe I'm holding it is, up my hand, but that doesn't really help. <laughs> think yeah. of like a giant like palm frond or something. The frond has a mouth yeah. in the middle and like weird like claw teeth around it and it's attached to like a centipede arm or something. That's kind of what yeah. it looks like. It having um, eyes, like that one shot of the the kind of squid mouth with eyes was kind of cool, but yeah. I think also that they look kind of uniform at a point too. It's like, uh okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of also it. Yeah. You know, Mira's brought us some pretty crazy monster designs. He can't always bat a thousand, you know, so it's okay. I, I, I'm at least still glad it's not just a sperm whale with a guy's face on it or whatever. It's Fucked a, it's up bone beard is awesome looking too. With like, he has that. Remember when we were talking a while back of like, when you look at a dude's face and you just know something's wrong with it or whatever? He has that look with like the weird double iris in his eyeball or whatever. And mm. just like, yeah, they, they do a good job of, uh, it's like in the mouth of badness pupils or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff's cool. I like that stuff. Any predictions for where this is going? I think we've already said them, but like Isma is going. Yeah, Isma is going to join the crew. Yeah. Uh, the ship will be repaired. I don't know if anyone's <laughs> going to die in this encounter. I don't think that fits. Probably not. Like Minifico is a bit extraneous, but that probably won't happen. Uh. You don't need him, but whatever. Uh, Do you feel that, like, this series has lost some of its edge and teeth, knowing that, like, we've had a bunch of the same crew together and none of them have really had any real hardship where we thought they were going to die? Coming from an arc where literally all of the band of the Hawk we came to love was murdered brutally in front of us. Like, is it kind of weird that nothing's happened to any of them since? Yeah, like, even side characters like uh, Nina and, like, the other uh, brothel, like, den mother or whatever, she gets swooped in and saved by Skull Knight and stuff. Like, it's just like, yeah. all right, like, I like that character, so I'm glad they're not a splotch or whatever, but kind of, kind of a bit weird. now? Is there no more teeth? Yeah, it'll just be kind of a throwaway side character. Like it'll be like that little kid that like goes to his mom, and then it's like, no, it's a horrible monster, and then he gets eaten or whatever. And you're like, that's pretty crazy, but I didn't really know that kid, so it's you know not gonna sink in. Another example, like correct me if I'm wrong, because I likely would have forgotten. Have we had an incident since the uh, Lost Children arc? Where there was just like a murder, like a giant barn of cut up children or murdered like innocent people that was just horrific. Have we had a horrific moment that wasn't just like, yeah, giant god guy is stomping on people, but these people don't have names. They're just there to die. And and they were kind of enemy soldiers or whatever anyway. So it's screwed up, but it's not, you know, as as tragic or whatever. The last uh, like, big oh, thing was like the pregnant women being thrown into the monster maker machine, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty messed up. Like I, I was gonna say all those women that were captured by the trolls, but they saved them, you know? Like yeah. it screwed up what was happening, but that they they all get rescued, like That's Temple true. of Doom style or whatever. Yeah. Uh so Yeah, maybe maybe, you know, Mira got a little chilled out later in life. <laughs> He had, like, a kid or something. He had a family, people that loved him. Things weren't so bleak anymore for him. (laughs) Yeah, his edgy teen phase was over (laughs) or something. I I don't know. Honestly, yeah. Like, kind of, right? A little bit. 
But, uh, yeah, like some nameless sailors or whatever get chomped here. But it's even that isn't as crazy as like some of the deaths you'd see where it's like, wow, that guy's head got cut in half or whatever. It's just like, no, a tentacle grabbed him, probably ate him or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But maybe next week's going to go crazy. You know? Could be. Like, yeah. Guts could just eviscerate the entire party, and we're going to be like, what? That's crazy. That I can't would believe be he did crazy. that. Yeah. <laughs> That's our guts. Like, oh, you thought Isma was going to join the crew? Nope. Dead. Yeah. So, oh, she joined the not. crew all right as, like, their dinner for the next <laughs> week or something. Yeah, Guts wasn't joking. He was going to eat people. Yeah, he's real <laughs> hungry. Was, that was the armor talking. Anyway, uh, if you want to send us a query, what what is it again? It's like I have I gone have berserk gone berserk at gmail at gmail dot com. That's right. Um, and yeah, this was episode thirty three. Thanks for joining us. How many are left? How many uh, tales do we still have? How many volumes? So this yeah. was volume thirty five, and it ends at forty one, which was only released last year in November. Oh, man. I think. So all right. We're, we're getting sicken. there, but with there's video games and animes to talk about, so we could like go on a little bit after that. Yeah, Phantom of the Paradise, you know, that's where that helmet design came from. I uh. I would be kind of interested to just be like, <laughs> well, we're done talking about literally everything Berserk. Like, why don't we start looking at things that like were inspired by Berserk and seeing how they tie in? Like, you could somehow it becomes a Dark Souls podcast. Like. Just... <laughs> Everything does, really, in the end. Yeah. Finally started playing Elden Ring, so we're just going to talk about that. Yeah, I haven't. Exactly. But for the okay. future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mario Maker 2. There's a lot of levels inspired by Berserk in it. It's weird. Probably um, at least one. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it yeah. for this week. Uh, thanks for sailing with us, and uh, we'll see how this chapter concludes next time. Bye. That's the bell.